Hello and welcome to the North Texas RPG role-playing event. I'm Vince sitting along with Eric Tankar of Tankar's Tavern. Hey folks, how are you doing? And we're here for a live show, coming live from the convention as we said. And we have a few guests coming up this weekend, but today we're just going to talk a little bit about the convention, the first day. Eric, you came in on Thursday? I came in actually Wednesday. Wednesday? You were an early arriver, I see. Uh, early arrival, there were games going on, mostly pickup games on Wednesday night. Mm. Uh... But I just used that time to settle in with my fine wife. Oh, oh, I see. And uh, did you enjoy the rain as you came in in Texas? Because it's been nonstop rain here. We were very lucky. We had an early flight from LaGuardia in Queens, LaGuardia. New York. LaGuardia. And uh, our flight left on time, pretty much. But uh, we were overbooked because they canceled flights the night before because of the wonderful weather here in Texas. Wow. I, I know. It seems like this is the year of the rain for Texas. I don't know what's going on. Uh, listen, I was joking that the reason why the temperature in Texas has been less than that in not only New York City but the Pocono Mountains where I was previous weekend is because I put in a request. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah. I didn't request a freaking rain, but I did request cooler temperatures because... The last two years I've been here, we've been in mid to upper 90s. I know, and poor New York Eric skin here can't handle the new the Texas weather down here with us Texans. I'm not adjusted to it when I come down here in June. No, lucky this is actually pretty good. But anyway, enough about weather because this is not the weather podcast. Uh, we're talking about gaming here today. And Eric, in your hands right now, I can see you have a uh, deck of cards, and it's uh, Bill Webb's Dirty Tricks, it looks like. Yes. Oh, is that best of or no? It's Bill Webb. Is that Bill fun? Webb's? It initially said book, but that was crossed out to make it into a deck. <laughs> I see. And generally, really, what this is, it's a, it looks like a deck of playing cards, mm-hmm. but each card offers a special ability. And I talked to Bill Webb. If you don't know who Bill Webb is, it's Frog God Games. They put out stuff <coughs> for Pathfinder, right? Uh, Swords and Wizardry and Fifth Edition. Mm-hmm. And these cards were a result of the fact that Bill found he was killing off players' characters in his campaign probably more than he was comfortable with, but he didn't really have a way to change his style of game mastering, so he came up with this deck of cards. And during a session, before the session starts, everybody gets a randomly picked card, and that's pretty much your trump card for that game session. So if you pick a random card, in this case... To boldly go where no man had gone before, you gain clairvoyance for two rounds. So maybe that's something that's going to help you make a decision. So these cards, you just basically shuffle them and have the player take one or two cards. Maybe. Take usually one card. It's probably well. It depends on how you want to play it too. I, I think if you're going old school, one card's enough. But if you have a really dangerous adventure, you can put your players through. Yeah. And you don't mind. But you have to. Here's the thing. You're going to have to, as a GM, be willing to improvise a bit to interpret what the card is going to do. I do like the uh, Oh Shiny card where your target stands idle for one round. These are Some of them can be very powerful. I, Wait, I, how does that benefit? Well, if your target stands uh, idle for oh, one round... Oh, target, I got it. Okay. Yeah, you're not, if your target's not going to uh, be able to attack you. So it should get out a free jail card type Right. Thing. You could have a card that damage, all damage this round is nullified for both sides. The Age of Aquarius, nice. You know... Uh, you can command one target to perform a legal action on their next turn. That's the Respect the Authority card. That must so, be an Eric card. Uh, authority. Respect my Authority. Yes. 
uh, you can, uh, for the want of a nail, your opponent's mount staggers and crashes to the ground. Now, obviously, some of these cards might not come into play in a dungeon environment or yeah. an outdoor environment, depending on what the card is. But it's a little extra flavor. It's a little extra uh, something that your character or you as a player can play to possibly change the tide of a battle or change the tide of an encounter that's going on. Some of the one I read uh, changes the uh, reaction modifier. Mm-hmm. So they're not, they're not all combat situation cards. So uh, let's just say here I'm gonna we're playing the game. Shuffle these up a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Nice playing cards here, as you can hear. Uh-huh. And then Eric's like, pick a card. Okay. Pick, pick a card. I, I, I feel like I'm like, you know. I pick a card. Pick a pick card. Pick a card. Pick a card. Any card. I'm, there I am down at Coney Island. With All right. So I pick card my Monte. card. Am I allowed to look at it now? Yeah, or? no. You, you know what card card. you have for the, for the, for the game. That's your oh, so my card. I was sneaky. Automatic surprise for your character only. Okay, cool. So at any time in the game, I could just go bam. All right. And once you've played it, that's done for the session. Yeah. But if you end the session with it, you don't get to keep it to the next session. It goes Aww. back in the pot. So you can't accumulate these cards. No, it's no, not, no. Right. So if you don't use it, you lose it. So you Basically. better use it. Right. Uh, so it, it's uh, probably for Sword and Wizardry, as it says on the box. But it could be used for any game. Yeah, really. I, listen, this would fit in 5e very well. There's no reason why this wouldn't fit in a 5th edition game. Yeah, it fit in any edition. Uh, did they have a price for these so people could uh, buy them? Or? You know... Bill was nice enough to give me the last deck they had for sale at North Texas, so I don't know what the price is. But uh, we'll have to ask him. We'll have to ask, or you can go to the uh, Frog Guy Games website uh, and you can uh, check it out there. And if you listen to this podcast, there's also a benefit adventure that the Frog Guy Games has put out for uh, Chuck Wright, their art director. It is uh, available in PDF, print, and a signed print copy. And in uh, all three uh, Frog God flavors of Swords and Wizardry, Pathfinder, and 5th Edition. All profits go to Chuck Wright's medical and physical therapy expenses. Oh, excellent cause. To definitely head over to the website and uh, pick up anything and everything to help donate to the cause. I didn't know we had a podcast. Oh, did I say podcast? You did say podcast. Oh, okay. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Okay, uh, Eric Tankar is 75 today, and I'm kidding, Eric, I'm kidding. Uh, well, I, you are retired, though, so you are old. So. I am retired, I am old, and it's a con, so I can't say I haven't been uh, yeah, I taking advantage of adult beverages on occasion. No, we won't talk about that. Yeah. So, okay, so you came in, uh, your first game, I so said you heard you were playing in a Ghostbusters game. I was playing in Tim Schneider's uh, Ghostbusters game, and Tim runs some amazing games. He has... Mm-hmm pretty much the corner uh, uh, already pegged for him when it comes to games such as cartoon games. He's run Thunder the Barbarian. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's doing the Ghostbusters yesterday, which was amazing. Uh, we were uh, basically dealing with a Norse god that was an infant. Really, really well done. And then... Uh, now this is the original and not GBI, right? No, this is the original box okay. set. Mm-hmm. You know, they were... The box set that I can no longer find, which means that at some point I must have gotten rid of it because I thought it was too childish. And uh, you mean it's not in that big giant pile on the back wall going? No, on? no. It's uh, <laughs> believe me, if it was, the only other place it could be is my basement, and God only knows. But like we used to torture you, Eric. Eric's doing his podcast live from his laundry room slash gaming room. <laughs> it is what it is. That's 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 part of the responsibilities. Now that I'm retired, is to uh, do the laundry. Rid- no, to get rid- <laughs> to get my piles of crap downsized. Oh, oh yeah, yes, but uh, no, 
Tim Snyder ran a great game. Uh, everybody at the table had a lot of fun. Uh, I went up playing a character named Phil Philbin, who was previously a newscaster, and of course, like ca- yeah, he, he carried his uh, video camera to all the scenes and did live news shots. It was well done. Sweet. Uh, and uh, earlier today, we met my wife and I. We played in Doug Kovacs mm-hmm. uh, DCC Adventure, which was uh, really well done and pretty much on a different plane of reality. If you've ever played in one of Doug's games, you'll know what I mean. He's an amazing GM. Uh, Doug Kovacs, for those who don't know, is pretty much the primary artist for Goodman Games' line of Dungeon Crawl Classics, the RPG. Yes. So He's an awesome guy. If you ever meet him, tell him I said hello. And tomorrow, uh, my wife and I are going to be playing in Tim Schneider's Toon game, which should be a blast. Toon, I haven't played that in probably... Last time I played it was probably about 10 years ago at a very small convention we went to as people are starting to filter into the room now because there's a game starting at 6. Yeah, we're getting there. Just got done before I ran here to meet you, Eric. I was playing in a Gangbusters uh, game run by DM Glenn of uh, Thacko's Hammer. Actually, it was pretty interesting. I never, ever played that game ever. And uh, it's a percentile game. Roll below the number, pretty much. And uh, it was fun. Yeah, I, I played uh, Ghostbusters back in high school. Gangbusters. Which Ghost, Gangbusters, thank you. What did you drink down, Eric? Nothing. I, I haven't started yet today. But uh, <laughs> no, uh, Gangbusters back in high school, which means it has to be back in 84 or 85 when it first came out. I think it was the box set, so I don't know if that was the first or second the box, edition. The box set was yeah. the first. It's, okay. They went away from box sets later on because box sets were too expensive. But I had a blast playing it because I've never, ever played the game. I always had the game, but no one ever was like, no, I don't want to be a gangster. See, I never, I never had it. It's one of the few early TSR games I never actually owned. <gasps> I know. Oh, my God. And I uh, know tomorrow I think I'm playing in um, a vampire game, actually, because I was interested in pl- I haven't played that in probably 10, 15 years, so I like vampire. Yeah, sue me. Uh, listen, I, I had the vampire stuff. I had uh, the werewolf. I, I enjoyed all the books. Never, ever played it. No? Really? Never wow. played it. Yeah. There's people you hear in the background chatting with the uh, frugal GM, uh, Chris, over here. He's at his little table set up next to yours. He's got his products on the table here. Whose table is this one? Uh, this is uh, Joe Wetzel's table. Joe uh, Wetzel's table? Oh, yeah. Inkwell Ideas. Inkwell yeah. Ideas. Um, Joe is a hexographer. If you ever need a, a mapping program or, or such, you can go to his uh, site at Inkwell Ideas. I believe that there's a free version that you can use online. I think I've seen that now. Yeah, I, I have the paid versions, but he has a dungeonographer, I believe a cityographer, and of course the original, which uh, does, they do either, you know, dungeon maps, city maps, or the outdoor maps, and I've done a lot of work with them. It's a really good, really well-designed mapping system. Oh, and uh, there's obviously a free OSR standard bag uh, right here at the table, too, as well. You get your Crown Royale. Oh, God, yes. If you're uh, at the convention hearing this, because this will go up after we're done, and you're at the convention, happen to hear this. I don't know why you listen to the show, though, if you're at the convention. If you are, thank you, but if not, (laughs) uh, come over and uh, pick one up and say hi to Chris. Wave at him and say hello. Hi, Chris. Yeah, if you're listening to this one, we're in Trinity One. Trinity One. Yes, this this, uh, room was uh, basically paid for by the backers of the tavern, whether you've shopped using my links in RPG Now or you 
you know, back to Patreon. That's the room that you basically backed, that you put out there for the community. So and they paid for it. They paid for it, and I, I'm, I appreciate that. You guys are awesome. Is there any games going on? Are you running any games this year? Or? Um, I'd like to do a uh, Star Slinger game maybe tomorrow. i got a l- large block of time for you tomorrow. But, of course, I have to be there for the, uh, the both auctions, the afternoon auction and the uh, the crazy, insane midnight auction. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and uh, Mike, Mike will be dressing up. Bad Mike will be dressing up like the devil as ever. Yes, he does it so well. He doesn't have the um, uh, the girls this year, I noticed. The, the serving girls usually come with them, don't they? I don't know. They, they are here. They are. I haven't seen any of them. No, I've, I've seen two of them. Hmm. So, yeah. as more and more people are filtering into the room as we speak. Yes. It, it's actually a game con. Wait, this is a convention we're at? Holy crap. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, we probably should wrap this up because they're coming in to play their game. They want to talk and chat and not sit here and whisper and look at us, even though they don't, they don't have to. But No, I know. You're definitely right. But, uh, yeah, we'll do this again tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to probably sit around and do this again tomorrow. I'm going to try to hit up uh, DM Glenn because I know he wants to say a few things. You know, Glenn's words of wisdom for everybody out there. And for Thacko's Hammer, people that listen to all four of them. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, he has quite an audience there. I'm just yes, playing around. So uh, we'll sign off and uh, say goodnight to everybody. And uh, bye. Thank you, folks.